Patty, coast to coast. Well, actually, it's still still along the East Coast today. Uh, from Brooklyn, this is Patty Menemen, and still on the, still on vacation, and, and and severely under the weather. In the Outer Banks, North Carolina, it's Matt Under. Say hello, Maddie. Hey, Patty, how you doing, buddy? Uh, not great. Not, not great. Uh, that 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 sucked. If you watched the Browns game today, the opening music clip needs no explanation. Uh, what the fuck, Maddie? Nothing will make you sicker than being sick on vacation and watching that Browns game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Crap. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get much worse. We on vacation, getting sick, and then going, "Oh, well, at least there'll be a Browns game." And wow, uh, it just it just got worse. Pat, let me ask you this: Are you happier that they came back a little and had a chance to, of course, blow it in 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 absurd fashion at the end, or do you wish they'd just gotten the the floor mopped with them? I kind of wish they got the floor mop with them because that's what they deserved. Uh, the way they played was so uh, just, gutless. just, just gutless, uh, embarrassing. Uh, I mean, these guys are terrible at their jobs. It's bad. They're really bad, Matt. And they're supposed to be good. Like the things we're supposed to be good at, we were terrible at. Yeah, um, the worst part to me is our uh, strengths are just getting. Supposed strengths are just getting crushed. Jesus. Uh, so with that, welcome to the Cleveland Sports <laughs> Hour. <laughs> the Cleveland Sports Hour with Maddie and Patty. Ugh. We are two self-aware but unapologetic homers who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the Browns, the Tribe, and the Cavs. So if you like the informed, intelligent, and depressed Cleveland fans' perspective on all things Cleveland, you're kind of the right place. Uh, Maddie, the rundown, uh, this is going to be a quick, uh, hour. this is going to be a Cleveland sports half hour. Uh, I think best. so. Uh, we just, this, this just sucks. And brimming uh, with disgust. Yes. <laughs> and phlegm. Uh, we'll, we'll dispense the Browns as quickly as we can before moving into the teams in Cleveland that actually matter, although vanishingly so with the tribe. Yeah. Uh, but also the Cavs, the, uh, Cavs media day starts tomorrow. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, a team to actually care about and have hope in, reasonable hopes. Um, so, Matt, let's get into the Browns. Uh, yeah, what, what are your big takeaways? Um, I'm back to being hopeless. I'm back in the mood we were in after week one. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, the way I was putting it, at least Ben Roethlisberger got hurt today. Jesus, that's because fuck, because fuck him. He's a rapist and. There are very few guys I actually cheer for to get injured. Ben Roethlisberger is one of them. I, I really want him to to be in pain. You got your way. They did. Uh, am I am I wrong? Am I wrong? Shouldn't we cheer someone who's a rapist and gets away with it because he's a football player? Uh, Should we wish him bodily harm? Yeah, is that wrong? I know it's generally wrong to wish people bodily harm, but uh, I feel like Ben Roethlisberger has a little out on this. From the guy who invented the theoretical kill list, Pat, I don't know if I'm on very <laughs> safe moral grounds arguing with you about this, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not talking theoretical kill list. I'm talking I'm I'm happy this happened to him. Yeah, that is. Uh, it's a little dark. That's another level, buddy. I, I I don't want Ben Roethlisberger to die. Put it that way. I'm not going to put him on a kill list. But I, in all things in life, I mean, I, long after he retires, Maddie, long after he he is relevant to sports. I want him to fall down a flight of stairs and you know break a hip, dislocate a hip or something. You know, and his in his you know sixties, I want this to happen to him. I think he's married with children now. Does that affect how you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, he's made enough money. His kids, his wife, and his kids are gonna be fine. Oh boy! Right? Who do they care? I mean, what, really, they're gonna miss their rapist dad? Wow! <laughs> Things have gone bad. Oh, also, the Ravens are zero and three. That's exciting. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, our friend Brent uh, Fuller, who doesn't listen to this, is uh, probably uh, on hard times right now because that's, that's the team he cares most about in life. No, he doesn't pay attention to sports. He has no this idea. Is, this is true. His wife does, though, and his wife's family does. And it's, things, things are probably dark right now in, uh, in that household. That's for them. Matt, that's about the best news I can pull out of this Sunday in football. The entire that's... Sunday in football, <laughs> it's, that, it's that and my fantasy team is crushing, and that's pretty much all I can I can. Uh, hang my hat on today. So, Pat, maybe this is a way to do the rundown. What do you think was the most depressing part of today? <laughs> yes, there's several contenders. What? what... Uh, uh, let me let me work for you. Let me work for you a few. Uh, yeah, yeah. Work, work through a few. Excuse me. Uh, one was I tried to make a list of anyone that could anyone that played well today. 
on the, yes. on the, on the Browns. It's, 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 it's a really short list. Our Andy Lee. Andy yeah. Lee. Awesome. For sure. He's great. Brian Hartline. Holy shit. That like that light catch. What the fuck was that? Yeah. That's a couple circus catches from him now too. Hartline was just great in this game. And how, how pumped he got up after he made that catch. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a fucking catch. No doubt about it. Get the fuck pumped up Cleveland. And I yeah. wasn't kidding. I didn't give a shit at this point when that was happening. And I was like, oh, Brian Hartline got me into this game. Fucking, we're wait. We are wasting Brian Hartline, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. He's like, you know, we're we're wasting this possession receiver. Uh, other than that, uh, Rabbit, and then not Rabbit. Um, yeah. How about uh, Barnage? Is that how we're saying? Oh, Barnage! Yeah, Barnage. Barnage is fucking great. He's that guy that was just there. Yep. He had over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown today. Yeah, that was one of those guys just in the right place at the right time. Uh, no, no offense to, to Gary Barnage. He's Gary Barnage. You know, uh, he's not, no, one, no one's got a game plan around him. They don't have to. That's just how bad the Raiders are. Um, Let me ask you this, Patty. What about uh, Mr. McCown? Did he play? Yeah. yeah. For most of the fourth quarter, he was great until he underthrew what would have been the 98-yard uh, game-tying touchdown to Rabbit. I mean, that was he was wide open. Com- was- like, like – he didn't have to underthrow it by that much. He could have underthrown it by five yards. He underthrew it by fifteen yards. That was a almost a um, vintage Brian Horner t- uh, uh, toss. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was terrible. And the tough thing is, like, like most time he's throwing deep, he was throwing ropes and throwing really good. I, I don't know what happened on that one. Uh, he he wasn't rushed on that one. He could have he could have hit him in stride. And he just he blew it. Yeah. He had a lot of bad, bad, just really bad throws today. Um, but he had a lot of good ones too. And got away with the bad ones. Yeah, you know, a ton, a ton. Till the end. You know, maybe he's rusty. I don't know. It was, it was not good. It was not, not good at all. We'll, we'll get more on him later. But, but seriously, that's two people I've named. Three, sorry, three. Gary Barnes. Three, three unabashedly good games. Anyone who played what? Three guys on the entire fucking team of twenty-two starters. The kicker had a fine game. I, I might have been talking about the uh, 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 special teams. Who, who else had a good game? The kicker. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess he did. I guess he did. He's fine. He hit everything he kicked. Yeah, we're going to talk like that. The long snapper did fine. He didn't fuck up. The long snapper did well. So that's good. So we got five guys now. That's accurate. Uh, That's accurate. Um, The coverage team, I feel like we didn't have any big – we didn't give any big punt returns, did we? No, no, we had a a nice kick return from uh, uh, Travis Benjamin that's called back on a a block in the back, which I thought was bullshit. I saw the block in the back, and that guy – Pulled his hands up, and it was just momentum. It was a bad call, I thought. They, they are really tight on those. They don't know how to call those. I, I appreciate it's tough. but I'm sure Grant's going to tell us we're idiots, and uh, uh, that was a clear, obvious foul call. But it, it, to me, I thought that he, he backed off it enough. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. we got about five, five guys that we've named. On the and that's entire... really loose with it. I mean, Jesus. That, so that, that's the most depressing part. Uh, this the, the, to me the second well well that, uh, that's the first item to consider okay. okay put it that way first item to consider okay second item to consider for the most embarrassing most gut wrenching what was it what was the what was the phrasing you gave me uh, disgusting disappointing disgusting uh, the line of scrimmage embarrassment oh, is what yeah. I would name next uh, we are supposed to have at, um, generously right at worst. At worst, Maddie, we're supposed to have an above-average offensive line. Oh, yeah. We have a future Hall of Famer and Joe Thomas, my hero, my personal hero. Joel Batonio, second-round pick, supposed to be very, very good. Alex Mack, pro bowler, very, very good. John Greco beat out a first-round draft pick uh, for the other guard spot. Mitchell Schwartz, who's a guy, second-round yeah, draft pick. second-round pick. Uh, you know, I, I – if anyone was the weak spot, it was sort of Mitchell Schwartz, right? Yes. I think Khalil uh, Mack was eating him for breakfast all day, wasn't he? He did. I mean, I mean, this, the, the game proved what a weak link he was um, and is. Although, you know, Joe Thomas in that article said that Khalil Mack – I think it was in that article said that Khalil Mack was the best defender he's ever seen in that's, his career. That's true. That's true. And we really the wanted to get – The best defensive player he's ever seen in his career. And Joe Thomas does not seem prone to exaggeration. No, he's not. He's one of those uh, salt of the earth, salt of the earth guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, all the line was just embarrassed today. 
Uh, completely. Um, uh, Grant, our, our buddy, Uncle Granty, uh, was pointing out to us because we were texting him throughout the game. Uh, it was funny. Our, our friends were very quiet on the texting front. So uh, I said I said a text to you and, and Grant because I, I wanted a, a, a rule check on that weird uh, pass interference call. Uh, I forget who it was, uh, but it was pass interference at a five-yard out. I was like, can, can you have that? Is that really? Uh, offensive pass interference. But I was like, if anything, pushing off as an offensive player, a guy who's jamming you at the line of scrimmage, that, that's, it was a really weird bad call. But anyway, we ended up just chatting with uh, Grant all game. He, he pointed out to us, um, Maddie, we had 39 yards rushing the entire game Ooh. on 14 carries. Ooh. That's not carries. Well, but Matt, you understand, if you were listening to the game, I mean, you'd hear how, how great this front seven is for the Raiders. I mean, Matt, I don't think you understand. Yeah. I mean, this Raiders D only gave up 109 yards on 25 carries to the Ravens and 127 yards on 31 carries to the Bengals. I mean, these guys are, uh, you know, shut down line. They just don't ever give up 100-yard games to oh. the team. Um, yeah. So what, about that. So what depressed you more, the offensive line or our defense period? I, the run? I, I think because our, our offensive line is supposed to be a strength, it was the most disappointing thing. They also couldn't stop the pressure. They got tons of pressure on us. They kept talking about how they had that. This team, the Raiders, this, this vaunted front seven, did not have a sack all fucking year. They had five today? Five sacks today. Yeah. Zero through two games before this. It's... They just – and they weren't blitzing. They weren't blitzing. No, 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 no. They were not. I wish our defensive line could get that kind of fucking pressure with four guys, let alone six guys. Yeah, that. that we were embarrassed. We were a different league. This is a bad team we lost to. Now, they aren't as bad as they could have been and should have been as they've been in the past. You know, this is like when you come across the Browns and they're on the uptake kind of thing, right? You know, but the point is, they're still like, you know, they're still the Raiders. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just like when you lose the Browns, who are, you know, like when, like when, the, when the Bengals lost the Browns last year, when we, we cleaned their clock on uh, Thursday night, right? Last year? That's right. It was like, it was like uh, you know, the Browns were on the uptick. They're playing pretty well, but it's still the Browns. That's it's still the Browns. This is still the Raiders. This is embarrassing. And it, it showed up in the fourth quarter when we were just carving them up because they have a terrible defense. They kept biting on all those uh, uh, hook and go routes. Oh. That was like five times they've been on that. We only connected on them twice. It's terrible. All right, so the lines of scrimmage is disappointing. What else? Uh, our, our secondary. I mean, oh. Joe Hayden looks ordinary. He's, he's hurt now too, but he's been just terrible this year. His one good game was against a team that didn't have any good wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. He was very disappointing. Uh, that Justin Gilbert couldn't see the field? Uh, Batamosi was taken over Gilbert. Uh, when, when, when Hayden went down and we had to guard against four wide receiver sets, we needed four cornerbacks in the field. That means Poyer. five cornerbacks. He's, he's the sixth cornerback now. Sixth. He's the sixth cornerback in the depth chart. Over Batamosi, you know, who is a special teams player, not a cornerback. He's an emergency cornerback. Our emergency cornerback played over Gilbert. That's now, to be, to be fair, Gilbert was banned up in practice this week, so I don't know how much that played into it, but still. Also, to be fair, he's terrible. Also, to be fair, he, he might be one of the worst draft picks in Brown's history. So we had this argument during the game that you said that it's still Trent. I think it could be really be Gilbert. Grant is very adamant that he's going to end up on a roster next year. I don't, I don't see it, man. I don't see it either. Look, I mean, here's the thing. He could, you could just make him a kick returner, right? We, we have not he returning kicks for us then? I don't. I don't. I, I think because he's a dick, and, and we aren't going to reward him with shit that he doesn't hasn't earned. Some other team that doesn't have that baggage, right, might might do that, right, and and, and then maybe re- rebuild him, or at least we'll take a chance on him the way we kind of the way we should, we almost took a chance on Pryor, right? Right. Well, you know, the athlete card, right? He's an amazing athlete, which is why we drafted him in the first fucking round. God damn it. Lord knows um, we're not going to develop him at all. So no, no, he's a fucking joke. And I mean, Trent Richardson's out of football, right? He's not. He's not on a roster right he's now. He's out, but he's several years behind uh, behind Gilbert in his development. I mean, he stuck around for a while. He was in a training camp this year. 
That's true. That's true. No, and Gilbert Gilbert could be out sooner. And, and he's, as you point out, Trent Richardson did have a, an okay year his first year. Yeah, he was okay. I mean, it was a little mask, the touchdowns mask production he, stuff. Yeah, you know? exactly. And he had a couple of big plays, right? A couple of big, whoa, eye-opening plays that, oh, that, yeah. you know, that, that you know, popping the guy's helmet off and that spin move. But after that, Gilbert's done that one remarkable it. thing on the field. It's true. So he's probably worse. I mean, uh, Courtney Brown, probably worse, but – you know, he played on the NFL for plenty of years, so he, 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 had, a, he had a career. Yeah. He, was, he was a number one pick in the draft, so it's like it's that, that that's the – maybe Gerard, Gerard Warren's pretty pretty up there, but you're right. I feel like this guy might be completely useless. I feel, it certainly feels like that now. Which I don't is know amazing. what's more damning that we, picked, I, or that we couldn't make anything out of him. Both but, are bad. But this is the point, Matty. He has the physical tools. That's like that's free, that's more than half the job in cornerback. You know, look, at one point that it's a very challenging role to pick up all the things. But like, how dumb do you have to be to be that athletically gifted and not be able to play the fucking position? Pat, maybe if we had a head coach who was a defensive specialist, he would help. Ooh, that'd level. be great. A guy who was like a guru who who, who specialized in in uh, uh, you know. What do you call it? What is it called? The pressing cover? Like, you know, the, yeah. I mean, the guy who like really hung his hat on that one thing, like his yeah. whole defense would hinge around cornerback play. Wouldn't it be yeah. great to have a coach, a head coach's whole defense hinged around cornerback play? And then on top of that, he could handpick his guy, make make the tell the GM to trade up to get his guy. Oh, uh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait. Yeah, you're saying this that is now. feeling depressing to me right now. This might be the mm. most. So that, that's the third thing on our list. Um, I, that might be the, those are the three biggest things. I mean, there's the McCallum stuff, which is kind of, you know, yeah. Can I throw a couple out at you? Yeah, throw some more. What are, those, are three, those are three I have. Okay, one, that, that Dwayne Bowe didn't play, and we almost certainly need to cut him, and they're just waiting to do it until Farmers Back. did, I guess, which I don't really understand. We got – took all his other uh, babies and drowned them while he was out prior and – West. I don't know why we wouldn't do the same here, but what the hell is going on with Dwayne Bow, man, that he can't see action on this team? That's crazy. It's, it's fucking crazy. And $9 million just... He must be terrible. I mean, whatever. Uh, what else are we going to spend that on? Yeah, that's, I know that's true, in a way. Um, so maybe that's not the most impressive. How about the play of Derek Carr, Patty? Would you like to see him in a Browns uniform? I'd love to. I was thinking about that. Wouldn't it be nice? I think we could have had him in the second round last year. E- easily. Easily. Could I have him in the first? I'd take him in the first now. Without trading without trading up. I would take him. Right? Uh, that was like depressing the, to me a little. Yeah. It's not like the Raiders are like this really like, you know, uh, uh, Francis of stability, but they have a quarterback playing, you know, competent play. play he played yeah. all, that, all last year he played competently. Yep. You know, again, then again, I don't think Derek Carr is a world beater. But, then, you know, it's, it, it's really hard to win a Super Bowl with an average quarterback. And I don't know that Derek Carr is going to be that much better than average. So, who knows? Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not crying that. He did all right. But against, you know, the Browns. He beat the Browns. I guess that's true. Congratulations. You know, call me when you beat a real football team. Mm. <sighs> I'm going to vote for our corner, our defensive back situation being the most depressing pet. That's my vote for the week. For me, it's line of scrimmage, because to me, everything starts in line of scrimmage. Uh, Cornerback play, you can cover cornerback play when you get pressure on the quarterback. When you don't give him any more than three or four seconds, which a lot of teams are able to do, apparently, with just four rushers. Apparently, the Raiders can do this to us. Uh, When you get pressure on the quarterback, you know, for example, the, the Raiders have a terrible secondary, like a really bad secondary. Uh, and we couldn't do any. I mean, we, we threw, you know, Josh McCown threw for over 300 yards, so we did something with it. But the point is, oh boy. hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Uh, we're not going to. The point is, oh, God damn it. I, the point is that we fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even need to finish this. Uh, we, can't get, we can't get a pass for Sean. We can't stop a pass for We can't run the fucking football. This team is embarrassing uh, at the point of attack. And how about, how this the, effort? the effort was just, yeah, it's a joke. This, this team gave up in the uh, second half of the first game of the season. They gave up in the second quarter of the first, third fucking game of the season. That, that's a mark on the coaching. And this brings me to another, another point, Matty. 
we got to start talking about odds now on uh, Farmer Petten getting fired at the end of the season. I mean, obviously, we have to let the season play out. I mean, not, no one's going to fight him in the middle, middle of the season. There's no point to that. Um, but, I mean, they got, they got, they got, I mean, this, this has got to be a huge turnaround. Yes. And they're not going to be fired. And, Pat, remember from our, our preseason pod, this was the easy part of their schedule we just went yep. through. Oh, yeah. No, our season record, uh, I picked um, six wins. You picked five wins. Uh, that was based off of uh, the Browns starting 3-0. and That meant I was expecting three more wins the rest of the fucking season. Yep. You were expecting, yeah, whatever, two more wins. Or, uh, the rest That's of the right. Season. Uh, we downgraded after the Jets game to five mm-hmm. and four. Yep. So what is it now for you? Are you three? Are you three? I think three. Who are we going to beat? Uh, I, I'm down to three as well. I'm, 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 I'm jumping four. Fuck it. We're terrible. I, I, three of those wins were predicated on a, dif- a different team playing. Yeah. When I expected. Uh, I think three wins is optimistic at this point. I think you're right. Um, I mean, I, I might be overly pessimistic because we did come back at the end. We do have the ability to play well. It's the fact that we're a fucking joke of a football team. We're a, fucking cir- cir- a bunch of circus fucking clowns playing out there. So, Patty, who do uh, Farmer and Petten make it through to next season? No. Uh, I, 95% for me right now that they get fired. Then not both of them. Oh, both of them. I, it, Grant made a good point. Uh, uh, Farmer's definitely fired. He's been so bad. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like the funny thing is, like I mean, like when Farmers first draft, we were all really high on it, but again, you don't know until later. Uh, we were a little bit, you know, question marks about no wide receivers, question marks about Johnny Menzel, but then Gilbert was terrible. Menzel's also terrible. We traded uh, 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 West, West, man. West, who was terrible. Um, and everyone else was kind of okay. Crow was decent, a good decent pickup. Uh, Gabriel was decent pickup. Uh, free agent signing was pretty decent, but then of course the the embarrassment of texting coaches during the middle of the game. Um, this last draft, which is not great. I mean, Dang Shelton, Shelton uh, you know, I I feel like I, I'm not gonna say he played poorly because he's double teamed on every single play. Um, but. Yes, you know, I don't know. Danny Shelton might be. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about Danny Shelton right now. Uh, I, 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 not there's, yet. There's still a chance that he's going to be a really good player. Uh, he might be a good player right now. We can't tell because he's being double teamed and no one else is doing a goddamn thing with that double team. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like that Irving can't crack a line that's playing like this. No, likewise, likewise. Um, these are all bad, bad, bad signs. So, I, I, I mean. It, Look, I've always been down on Farmer. Well, always. We've already been down on Farmer, right? Yep. He's terrible. Uh, uh, the problem is that Petten was the one guy that was kind of making me feel like Farmer should stick around. Uh, because you get rid of the GM, you kind of have to get rid of the, the coach. That's what uh, our uh, Uncle Granty was pointing out. That's right. Uh, you get rid of the GM. Uh, new GM's going to bring in his own guy. And I was like, oh, I like Petten. Petten's doing a good job. Petten, you know, kind of got these guys up to play and just kind of got, you know, fucked over by a stupid GM who otherwise kind of drafted okay. And uh, no, no. GM's ter- the GM's terrible and Petten is uh, – look, Petten's got to do an amazing job. Look, if these guys are what we thought they were, and that's the thing that's most upsetting to me, is I thought that the talent on this team was actually better than this. Um. You know, they're certainly carrying themselves like they're better than this. Like, like this shouldn't be happening to them. Yeah. But frankly, I don't see it, guys. You guys are terrible. No. Um, I mean, if you, like, please, by all means, by all means, Browns, you know, because clearly the Browns will listen to this podcast. By all means, guys, uh, show us wrong. Prove us wrong. Show us you guys actually belong in our studs and can, or, uh, pro bowlers and can dominate your position. Um, cause you didn't show it. You just guys, you guys just got worked by a fucking awful team. So you guys gotta look alone, look in the mirror and you know, whatever. I just, you guys suck. I'm sorry. I, it, you probably are great guys, but you suck. Uh, to Joe Thomas, you're great. Joe Hayden. I love you, but I, I don't know that you're great anymore. Honestly, uh, that's a hard thing to, for me to say. And I, I don't know there's anybody else in this team that I think is a great player. Patty, do you think we make it through the entire year doing recaps of games? 
That's the real challenge. Woo! Well, I'll tell you this, Maddie. Uh, I, I we're not doing a podcast uh, uh, over the um, over the bye week. When's the bye week? Uh, I don't remember. It's later. Uh, well, we'll be fine. The Cavs season will probably start by the time the bye week comes along. That's true. Uh, I could see us doing weekly Cavs podcasts. So if 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 the Browns can be interesting enough to last us to the Cavs regular season starting, which it's about is another month. Oof, four more weeks of this, Maddie. There's going to be bad weeks too. There there might be a week gap. Unless the Indians make the playoffs uh, miraculously, as we'll talk about in a second. You know, I think I think our next four, three are on the road, and I believe Pat, it's San Diego next week. It is in Baltimore, and then we've got um, somewhere in there a home game against the Broncos. Mm. Well, here's the thing about San Diego: um, they just got their clocks cleaned by Minnesota. <laughs> yep. Who who had gotten their clocks cleaned by the 49ers? Who, as yep. we've established, are terrible. Yep. Uh, so again, who knows? Uh, who knows what's happening there? Um, also, yeah, the Ravens did, did, have looked terrible. Did Philip Rivers get? Did Philip Rivers get hurt in the game? No, I think he was just terrible. It's just terrible. He got benched, right? Didn't somebody play for? I I, I thought I saw. Uh, uh, I missed it then. I thought I saw. Uh, who, who was that guy for the Jets a while back? I can't remember his name. Um, I don't know. Uh, Clemens, Kellen Clemens, I think was was playing. Is he playing oh. for the? Is he playing for the Chargers? I thought he was out of the league. That's Kellen Clemens played quarterback today uh, for an NFL football team. Uh, I'm pretty sure, and I think it was the uh, Chargers. I thought I saw that on my screen earlier. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe we have a chance to bounce back, but uh, I don't know. With this, this bunch of losers, who knows? Right. Um, so um, that's enough of that. Rounds for me, unless you got something else. No, no, I just fuck these guys. Oh, who starts next week, Maddie? McCown or Menzel? He's gonna go with McCown, clearly, I think. I think the right correct answer, Maddie. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's 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 the wrong answer. The correct answer is who gives a shit? Yeah, that's you're right. Who gives a shit? By the way, uh, before I move on entirely from the Browns, the uh, the music I play at the beginning, the uh, uh, famous circus music. Uh Maddie, do you know what that song is called? No idea. It's amazing. It's an amazing title for that song. What is it? Entry of the Gladiators. Really? Dead serious. Of the Gladiators? Entry of the Gladiators. The Gladiator used to mean something else than what I know it to mean? I don't know, but it's composed by Julius Fuchik. Hmm. Well, I like it. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. I discovered this because I was looking up the, the music for it, and I, could, I was looking up circus music, circus music, and eventually I kept coming across Entry of the Gladiators again and again. I was like, well, let's try this. Holy shit, that's <laughs> apparently gladiators or a bunch of fucking clowns. This podcast is worth it for that, if nothing else. Yeah, this is why people tune in. These are these little nuggets of information. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Maddie, we have one live viewer. I'm excited. Hopefully there are little texts in the middle of the, com- uh, the, of the uh, podcast. Um, all right. So let's move on to the tribe. Oh, tribe. There were 500. The depressing stuff. There are more depressing stuff. Out of the frying pan into the fire. Uh, uh, the tribe are at 500 again. Yeah, for a brief, like flickering, a brief flickering moment, Maddie, we finally, after being, being at 500 for six times in the past two weeks, we got over the hump and we're a game over 500 yet, uh, earlier today. Yep. Just today, we were over 500. Uh, having won uh, three straight, three straight games, yeah. Yep. Uh, and we were three games back on the wild card, and then we got one hit today. Oh. So we've fallen back to 500 again for the seventh time in two weeks. We're four games back on the wild card with eight games to play. Maddie, it is not looking good. No, I mean we always knew our chances were faint. I guess that's most disappointing to me is we never really took advantage. You know, we talked about this last time. We played about five hundred ball over the last. We really have been playing five hundred ball for like weeks, and and frankly, the uh, Astros have been tanking. Oh yeah, totally of season. The fact the fact that we're still three to four games out is crazy. We're yeah, playing play like this. Outside of the uh, the Blue Jays and the Royals is pretty sorry. Yeah. And that kept us in it more than anything, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's time to call this team what it is this year, which is about a 500 squad. Yeah. 
The uh, the magic elimination number you discovered is four. So four, a combination of four Indians losses, four Astros wins. So basically, from here on out, uh, we needed to win every single game. Eight no. It's possible. Uh, eight, we won in a row two years ago. Yeah, eight's not a crazy number. Uh, we're playing the Twins uh, and uh, the Red Sox. And then the Tigers make up if we need it. Exactly. A Tigers makeup. Uh, so those are all winnable games. Um, only one of those. Well, yeah. Anyway, I just don't believe. I don't. I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, uh, uh, we'll talk more again once this once the team is officially eliminated. But um, uh, they just don't have the hitting. The pitching is is there. It's not. It's not perfect. But it is it is over the long haul, very fucking good. Yep. Uh, they have their bat. You know. You know. They have. There's no automatics here, especially with Kluber uh, hurt like the way he is. He's not pitching at 100. Uh, percent But you know, Santana. Santana. Sorry. Um, Salazar. Um, Salazar gave up. You know, two runs, two six nice innings. Game. Yeah, nice game. You know, like he's not going to be like, like that. Carrasco had an amazing game a couple of days ago. Uh. uh what was it? Fourteen strikeouts, something crazy like that. He got over two hundred for the year. Fifteen. It was a one hitter. It was a complete game one hitter. He was he was amazing. And we got one hit tonight. Uh, and, and uh, what do you think of this, Maddie? You, you point out to me, uh, Lindor. I missed it because I was I was a few seconds behind. Uh, Lindor broke up the no hitter. Uh, with a bunt. Yeah, doesn't bother me at all. Is that cool? Yes. In I think it's fun. In a two nothing game, it's a hundred percent cool. I think, it's fucking pennant race. Pennant I think it's race. fucking awesome. Exactly. I think it's fucking awesome. We're trying to make the fucking playoffs. Get on the fucking base any way you can. Yeah. It was crazy. We nearly like, I mean, he scored on uh, in that inning, but they got called back, which was a crazy review play. Uh, it was Lindor on, on third, uh, uh, Brantley on first, a line drive to what? The first baseman or was it spit the, the, the pitcher? I missed what happened. The pitcher, I think. The pitcher. <laughs> So everyone was off base. Uh, they threw back to first, but the ball hit the ground. So Brantley somehow miraculously got around the first baseman to get back to base without being tagged out for the third and final out. Lindor was so amped up, he retreated to third base and then sprinted towards home and just forgot to touch the third baseline. Yeah. Uh, third baseman had to tag up again. Uh, he had scored, uh, but the challenge from the Royals was originally for the first baseman tagging yeah. Brantley out. Yep. And they failed that because we, he was safe. And it took a, a crew chief, a second review, to point out the third baseline thing, which is a little shady because the Royals were fucking stupid and used up their review on the wrong thing. Yeah, it's a little the, weird. but the, the crew chief was being a, was doing the Royals a solid by doing his own review because he didn't know. Yeah. Not, their entire crew missed it. So technically the Royals should not have been able to pressure that. Uh, it, but whatever it was, it was. I they got they the, get the call right. Like, exactly, they got the right call. It was annoying, but you know they got the right call. And who gives a shit? We ended up losing three nothing, anyways. Yeah, wouldn't have mattered. <sighs> but, but I'll preview our 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 final post mortem. We've we've done pre mortems throughout the season, <laughs> kind of these guys out a lot of times. Uh, my big concern. I was reading some articles uh, with Paul Hoynesy, uh, and. Uh, <sighs> Apparently, the Indians have made very clear they're going to be uh, non-existent in the free agent market this offseason. Yep, that's what I've seen, too. Unless Dolan gets a minority owner, maybe. Right. So we're hoping that he sells the team. And, and by the way. Not sells the team. This is just a part. This is just to get some more dollars in the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Look, Matt, we're fucked until he sells the team. He's a fucking horrible owner. Uh, let me just – can I just tell you this? I – I was talking to somebody. I, I live in New York City, so uh, I know about the Dolans. Uh, uh, the Dolans are persona non grata here in New York because they are—they've basically destroyed. They've completely destroyed the Knicks. Uh, Dolan is a dirty word in New York, and you know people like will talk to me about their sports troubles, and I'll try and help them with Cleveland, and they'll not care because they're going to show at Cleveland. But when I mentioned that the Dole, one of the Dolan brothers owns the Indians, they just suddenly pay attention, like, oh. Oh Jesus! I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's their attitude. Like, it's, that's how fucking bad these guys are. They need to fucking leave. Uh, anyway, um, maybe so, Gilbert can buy them. Yeah, please, Gilbert buy all of them. 
which is a crazy thing to say about Gilbert, who's, you know, his own kind of nutcase, but at least he spends. Um, anyway, uh, we'll get to him in a second. So, so you were worried that they're not going to spend money, so what, that they might deal one of their pitchers? Or? Yes, that's the big talk, is that they're going to try – because they know that, he, that we don't have enough as it is, right? We clearly don't have enough hitting. We've got great pitching, solid bullpen. We don't have enough hitting. We just don't. And I knew that was my concern going into the year, and I was right. Uh, we, have a good, we have a good base. Lindor's great. Uh, I'm concerned we're going to trade uh, Cookie. Uh, we're not going to trade Bauer, apparently, because he's so young. But Bauer is, frankly, the one I have the least faith in. Um, I don't know. They got Carrasco lined up to that nice contract. I just that nice contract. I, I wouldn't do any of that if I was them. Oh God, no, 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 My point should be clear. We should not be training any of those starters. Yeah. Well, we can save it for the postmortem, but we've got some good uh, outfield prospects coming up. That should some that should be up as soon as next year. So I'm hoping that'll that that's my hope. That's my that's hope. where we're, that's really where we're missing, folks. Our up the middle. Gomes, Lindor, um, Kipnis, solid. Santana had an off year, and I know there's talk about trading him. I know his value is pretty low right now, but he can still be productive for us. I, I think we got. I think we got to hope he comes around next year. Um, just because, as you said, his value is very low right now. This is yep. the this is the wrong time to trade uh, Santana. Urshela, you know, yeah. I think will be better. He's been banged up since he's been in. in yeah, and, he, and he's a plus fielder. Yeah. Uh, a chance that uh, t- uh, Tyler Naquin with yeah, is he going to come up? Uh, uh, I Clint think they Fra- expect him to be up next year. I feel like Clint Frazier is another year away. Uh, He's he, away. Zimmer, I think, is closer, right? Maybe, maybe. We just yeah, you know, one extra bat. Honestly, one extra bat, particularly a right-handed bat, would be really great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I just think we have time with the pitchers. We need to be patient and just hope the young kids. Uh, come together. We need to not trade any of this core. Agreed, and it's um, a um, it's a pitching defense league right now. Anyway, I don't think we steer out of that curve. We're not the you'd have to have that plan for a long time or have a lot of money. Yeah, do what the ho- did or what the Blue Jays are doing. And we're not gonna. That's not gonna happen. So I think we need to play into our strengths. Yeah, and hopefully that's what they end up doing. I mean, the thing is, like, this is a dream situation for a shit owner um, is <laughs> we're the best movers to not make any moves in the offseason. Yeah. That's basically what we're, we're pleading with you guys to do. Just do nothing. I know we're not going to be good enough next year to do something, but who knows what has, what's going to happen. Let's just let's keep this intact and not fuck it up. Because yeah. eventually, when you have money for a big offseason splash or a big midseason trade, we can make it. Let's just Let's just play this out. Agreed. Uh, all righty. Uh, so let's move on to the Cavs. Let's hear to say about the tribe. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. So, uh, in TT news, he's still not signed, nope. but there was there was this wild uh, Chris Broussard report. Not surprising. Uh, that uh, Tristan Thompson was uh, uh about to sign a three year, fifty three million dollar deal. Weird. Uh, and he's, you know, and, and he's he's like, what, what a great move, compromise on Tristan Thompson's part, but he gets a great deal, more money per year than what the Cavs originally offered. Uh, shorter contract, sure, but it's a good compromise, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, within minutes, he has to backtrack it uh, in typical Broussard fashion. So there's two things here. Um, one, what the fuck is going on? One, why would three years for $53 million be a compromise? That's more money for less years. Why would the Cavs ever be into that? Yeah. That's, wor- that's worse than a max for the, from the Cavs' perspective. One, it, it, it's all coming clearly from uh, uh, Paul's camp, Tristan Thompson's camp. Uh, so this, they, they clearly fed this to Chris Broussard the way he reported on it and clearly didn't even ask the Cavs for comment, which was just, again, embarrassing. This is the second part. What the fuck's up with Broussard? Like, yeah, man. He's just – This uh, happens to him, doesn't it? All the time, embarrassing. He had to apologize to uh, uh, the Mavs owner, uh, Mark Cuban. Oh yeah, that's right for the driving around. Yeah, he had to apologize publicly after after defending himself strenuously publicly. <laughs> he was even more embarrassing than this. He's just, you know, people are getting real animated about uh, why is he why is ESPN still employing him? And I I, I, I hate talk like that in general. <laughs> People's livelihoods. It's their job, you know. You don't need to add pressure on this. Like I, I generally hate, you know, when Twitter storms happen and people lose their jobs over that shit. Just fuck you, Twitter. Shut the fuck up. It's guy's job. 
you know, look, he might need to be fired. And if I was his boss, I'd probably fire him <laughs> or just, you know, let his contract expire. Cause even his, like, I, I kind of enjoy some of his, like, you know, analytical stuff, but it's just, eh. yeah, he's just not good enough. He's not, this, he's in over his head. I feel like. You know, I I I like him because he's got the Cavs Cleveland background. You know, that's a, I have a homer, I have a soft spot for him as a Cleveland guy. But sure. you know, there's tons of guys who are huge Cleveland fans who are better writers, better reporters, uh, and have no pedigree like that. Yeah. Um. So uh, I just. Bruce so Patty, just, let me ask you this: It's media day uh, tomorrow. Yes. The deadline for qualifying offer is October first. That's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked, you committed to buying a Tristan Thompson jersey if he accepts the qualifying offer. Yep. How are you feeling? Um, like it's fifty-fifty now. If I'm going to buy a Tristan jersey or a, I was going to buy a Mozgov jersey. Is that what yeah, I'm I think get? I think that's right. Uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to get the, another you know big lunking Eastern European white dude's jersey. But god damn, a Mozgov is so awesome. He's earned it. He's just so wonderful as a human being. <laughs> but uh, uh, Tristan Thompson, I was, and this is why it's kind of a cheap thing. Cause like Tristan Thompson was the other Jersey I was going to get. Cause I love him so much. Uh, but I don't know. I, I feel it's 50, 50 now. I, I'm still pretty, uh, it's not 50, 50. I still feel like it's like 70, 30. He's not going to take it. Cause I, I really just can't believe he's going to take it. Yeah, I, honestly, the more I, I think, think about it, I just want to push it right up to the end, and then the more I talk myself through it, it's, it's ninety. Ninety percent, he's not going to do it. He's not going to sign a qualifying offer. That just doesn't make sense. Still, all right. The fact that it came through with this weird, you know, compromise offer just just it looks bad for Paul because it's not a compromise offer. Yeah, it, it, it looks unprofessional. It's bad, which is one reason why maybe he is going to talk him into doing the. That's why I'm giving ten percent. Like he's so bad, he's crazy. But he's going to talk him into a bad deal that would be, you know, that no other agent would do. Um, but I just don't see this happening. I mean, again, three. why would more years – sorry, more money per year for less years be the deal the Cavs want? It would not. I, I don't I, – maybe it's this prelude to getting that kind of, like, number per year for the first three. Yeah, maybe. Or, or the last three. Uh, All of the expense with none of the security, that doesn't sound good to me from the cash perspective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think in the end, again, they're going to sign him for 85 uh, over five years. That's I my – I think you're right, Patty. That's my call. Uh, how do you feel about Cavs Media Day? Super excited for everything Cavs. Not quite, not quite as exciting as last year? Uh, more exciting maybe to me. Really? Why? I know what we got. We didn't have J.R. Smith or Mozgov or Shumpert last year mm-hmm, this time. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know I'm in love with J.R. Mm, enigmatic and handsome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha Khan. I'm excited to oh, see Sasha Khan. Sasha Khan. Sasha Khan. I'm excited to do that all year. Ooh. I like Mo Williams back, man. Oh, That's- Mo Gotti. There's a lot of fun stuff happening this year. Oh, yeah. They're going to bring that back for sure. Which is uh, it's kind of lame, but yeah, but it's hard. I love him though. I know <laughs> it's it's not like, for example, like I love throw the hammer down, get that weak stuff out of here. The 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 Godfather theme just did not really did not translate to a NBA arena. No, I agree, but but anyway. God damn it! It's our weak stuff, Pat. <laughs> it's our weak stuff. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm curious to hear what uh, Kyrie's uh, uh, backup is, or what his progress is. Yeah. Uh, how close uh, Kevin Love is? Kevin Love might not be ready for the season over, for, for all we know. Uh, um, we'll find out. The stuff I've read suggests he will be, but. Yeah, I, I assume he will be. Honestly, if he's not, if he's got. <coughs> dude, sit out. Wait. Yeah, like, who gives a shit? Like, like get healthy. I, I I don't want you fucking around with that shoulder. I agree. There are no rush this year. No rush. I mean, the only rush being that we don't want to run uh, LeBron for forty minutes a game. No, but um, they, I'd which, rather have them get the the four seed than screw around. Yeah, I'd rather have them lose a bunch early uh, uh, with LeBron playing thirty two minutes a game. Yeah. Um. So that'll be a big question mark. We'll see what happens with that. Um. 
I'm also excited to get back to to talk about Cavs, but to talk about basketball. I know, which, it's the best. Which, it's a funny thing. I mean, I'm so amazingly good at fantasy football, as you know. I'm undefeated right now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and so it clearly my my football acumen is is very high to begin with. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I, I can't even t- I can't I can't even say it. Yeah, come on. Uh, uh, but no, I, I, I am undefeated so far. So clearly, I, I, I clearly fantasy football is all about uh, football acumen, which is why I think Kenny knows nothing. <coughs> sure. Um, but no, I, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> yes, you should be sorry. Just coughing up a lung here. That's just disgusting. And no one, no one wants to hear that, Matt. Come I on. I know. Um, uh, you know, so I, I, the Browns are my favorite team. I, I follow football. Mm, very closely, I, more I follow Browns football very closely. I care, I care most about Browns football, but I feel like I understand basketball better than I do football. I feel like I, 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 I get more of the strategies and I get more, I, 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 I get more out of the game. Whereas I have more questions when I'm watching Browns games. You know, uh, I, I don't know what that. Maybe it's just the fact that it, it, I was thinking about this the other day about like how you de- how you grow as a fan based upon how good your teams are at the time, right? Oh, for sure. Because what I would have learned about it was after they got they came back. Mm-hmm. And they've been terrible since then. I've no, I have no desire to watch this team. Well, that's the thing is, like, in my heart, my heart is with with the Browns because I grew up on them. That that was the team that I first started caring about because the Cavs were kind of okay, uh, but kind of good. The Browns, the ones who were about to win a championship, and uh, that was the team I cared most about to begin with. The Cavs were close second because I also went to a lot of games as a kid. I saw the shot obviously as a kid at, at the Richmond Coliseum. Uh, I saw a lot of great games there. So I was obviously very big into the Cavs as well. Uh, the Indians, I didn't get into until like, you know, mid-90s. And I cared about them because they were the only team that was, you know, worth caring about at the time. Yep. Uh, and it hurt, you know, bad when they lost 95-97. But, uh, you know, by the time the Browns came back, they said they were terrible. The Cavs got good around 03, 04, 05, 06, 07. And that's when I feel like I was more of an – an adult? Que- question mark. I-, I can't say the word adult about myself without a question mark. I don't feel like one, even though I have two, two kids, children, two children. Nope, nope, nope. I, I, I don't know what you just said because I was thinking about Batman, Matt. <laughs> I was not paying attention. I was just daydreaming. Uh, so it's weird. I feel like no. I hear your point. I think that that uh, retarded my my football uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Is the Browns being so bad at the Browns? Because I, I know how it is when the Cavs are good. I'm reading so much about basketball all the time. So listening the to time. stuff constantly, and I just have not had that. Des- you know, it's hard after a game like this. To I, honestly, for me, I just have to turn it off. I don't even yeah. like watching the highlights of other. I, if it wasn't for fantasy, I wouldn't pay any attention at all. And even then, for fantasy, I can just follow my team. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's it. I, I follow. I, I follow my team on fantasy because it's the only good thing going on. Usually, if it's going well, if it's going badly, then I just turn everything off. But like it's like, oh, my Sunday's ruined. What what should I do to make the Sunday even worse? You know what? I'm gonna read more yeah. about the Browns. That'll be great. I'm just, yeah. just gonna really make sure it sinks in. The suckiness just sinks in and just punches me right in the nuts. That's what I really want to oh, do. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes with the Cavs, I mean, I don't do that during the season. But like you know, in the playoffs, the Cavs, I, I still read about them even when they lose because I I, I, I want to build myself up, figure out what figure out what went wrong and what we can do I'm next time. Oh, yeah, it's just you know. Uh, it's a different. It's a different kind of metaphysical uh, uh, experience, but yeah, it's like uh, I think I've I've read so much more about the Cavs over the last ten years, uh, uh, and you know, not like I've you know, not like I'm playing basketball or football to be able to understand how it works, but uh, you know, I I also feel like I don't know. I, I, it, it's it's a weird thing that the fact the Cavs have had become something that I feel like I understand uh, better the basketball as opposed to football. But well, it's a better game if that makes you feel any better. Um, yeah, it certainly is from from a moral standpoint. Uh, but that's yeah. Anyway, that's all I got, Maddie. I'm just depressed. It just sucks. It's a sorry thought, Sunday. I thought for a second, you know, my my my. Second son was born to a Cav- to a Browns victory. That he'd be the key to unlocking this. Yeah, he's still that time. Eh. Becca Becca was saying Becca Becca was saying to me, "He's like, well, you can't blame him. What, what's his fault?" I'm like, well, I gave him credit for the fucking you know week two win, right? Yeah. I got I got to blame him for the loss too. 
Or else he doesn't get crap for the week two loss. Yeah, fair is fair. Exactly. That's right. All righty. Well, Maddie, this might be the shortest uh, uh, Cleveland Sports Hour we've done. I don't know what time we started. I don't care. It's all just depressing and terrible. Bad, bad day. Bad, bad day. Uh, we might have to get creative next week just to, to find ways to not be depressed. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, uh, listeners, if you come up with anything, let us know what we should do instead to uh, distract from Brown's losses because who needs to keep going over how bad we are? We got to start getting creative about about I don't know how to make it interesting, how, how to get our minds off of uh, why is Daddy sad on Sundays? Yeah, uh, which is an excellent call. I mean, I'll do some new by the way. Yeah, great book. Yeah, absolutely. You should, you should buy it or get your, you know, uh, wife or kid to buy it for you for your uh, birthday or whatever. All righty, Maddie. Um, hey, chin up. Chin up. Cast training camp starting tomorrow. I'm excited. Right. You should be excited. Absolutely. And uh, fuck the Browns. Fuck what they do to us every Sunday. Um, that being said, in the immortal words of um, <laughs> fuck, what's that comedian? Mike Polk. And the more words, Mike Polk. See you next Sunday. <laughs> See you back next Sunday. That does it for the Cleveland Sports Hour. Uh, I, I think for sure we'll be back next Sunday. Uh, after that, I, I don't know how much longer we keep this going. As you pointed out, will we really be able to keep this up for a 16-game season? I feel like we, we probably should try. No, let's keep trying. Let's keep I'm, trying. I'm not at the quitting point yet. Not yet. not yet. Not yet. The minute the minute it gets in the way of life, it's gonna lose. I'm sure, uh, unless the Cavs are doing something that's interesting, and then we'll fight for it again. Uh, anyway, we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with more Cavs news to talk about. Uh, hopefully, we have something to talk about with uh, Tristan Thompson, as opposed to the yes. same rigmarole. We'll know whether or not I have a Tristan Thompson jersey or a Moscow yeah, jersey. I'm excited. I will buy it. I will buy it. The second we find out the answer to this question, I will buy that jersey. We'll be done. Great. This will be done. All right. Until next time, this is Maddie and Patty saying. Ah, Not bad, buddy. All right. See you later. Take care.